1: I'm Billy, and you book a match with me—that's right, killing! Look at me—I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm
0: pissed now. Where to? <laughs> Wrestle Roasts on ad-free shows and ATC. Welcome everybody to Wrestle Roasts. I am your host Dan Saint Germain, and a happy WrestleMania to all of you and to all of our fans who are joining us during this uh well it's a live recording it's not it's not live to view but we are recording this uh with you know some of our fans here in the Zoom waiting room uh and it, look if you want to um if you want to check out the second part of this episode where we're going to be doing a live Q&A you got to become part of our Patreon folks it's only 5 dollars extra a month it's a lot of fun but until then how excited are you guys about WrestleMania mike let me start with you. You're going there night one. I feel like this is the first time it's almost as if Wikipedia read Mike's complaints and then switched the nights out because you're getting everything you want now on night one.
2: Yeah, man. I'm really happy. It, uh, you know, someone told Triple H, my dad died and he was like, I don't want you to suffer twice in one year. You will not have to see Brock versus so <laughs> almost
0: and you're getting you're getting Dom and Ray. You're getting which is my
2: match of the. I think that's going to be the best match of the weekend. In you're getting,
0: terms the, of, the, you're getting um, the tag title match, which should be phenomenal. You're getting Cena Theory. You're getting Seth Logan. You're getting the four matches people are looking forward to more than any. Well, I mean, people are looking forward to Cody and Roman. Yeah, yeah they're looking was, for
2: the main event, and I, I mean, look like I think that when all is said and done, I I think that that Hell in the Cell it could be a wrestle crap but it could also be really good i'm glad i'm not there for it those kind of suck live and then it's also like it's it i think that's going to be the longest match on the card because edge gonna edge edge is the new triple h in that respect
0: well i mean we'll get to it and it's part of my high spot but apparently Gangrel is coming after the entrance yeah, edges yeah. edges
2: edges edges matches make you edge, but they never actually make you come.
0: <laughs> Mike uh I'm sorry, Scott in addition to me is uh putting on a little uh mini mouse uh almost beret, if you will. Well, it's just a handkerchief.
2: Yeah, Dan, Dan yeah, Dana, and uh, Scott do. have digitally modified their appearances, but me and uh robert were told
0: if we do that we can't be buried in a jewish cemetery <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's
0: true mike you're the uh you're the least religious jewish person i know though would you do you want to be buried in a jewish cemetery yeah i want the option no
2: that's true you gotta keep i don't mind. know what i'm gonna be he did like my life could still go way way worse than it is and yahweh might be the answer so who knows
0: Well, I'm counting on it for all of us. Uh, Let's go uh, before guys and working
2: on it for yourself every day.
0: Well, I'm going to announce our April shows um, just for our fans and for my hosts who haven't even heard this next week. We're doing our WrestleMania review, April 14th. This is our roast, the roast of Adam Cole. Uh, Finally, Mike will get the blood he needs. If he decides to do this episode, Our shortest
2: roast in history.
0: There it is. April 21st, we will be doing our first ever wrestling game show. If you thought the snake draft was bad, get ready until you see me try to put a game show together. Get ready until you see me try to run a trivia night. We're going to see who knows more about (laughs) wrestling, Mike, Robert, or Scott. It'll We're be- gonna
3: see how quickly Dan realizes this is too labor intensive, and an hour before, just text us, "Ah, eh, fuck it. We're just gonna do high spot, low spot dynamite, are done, <laughs> and call it a
0: day."
2: Yeah, from the guy who attempted to bring you the "We Hate Ourselves" tournament. Come. Oh God, I
0: remember that. That's <laughs> look, still going I- I on. Gave, I gave. Look, I gave. Up, I gave. Look, I gave up on that tournament because you guys gave up on the tournament. Okay. No,
3: Q T won and got his own segment, so this was a big
0: win for him well april 20th we're gonna have our backlash preview as far as our patreon schedule this week it'll be our uh q a with our our patrons 30 of which are here right now they'll be asking us questions about wrestling one of
2: which uh posted in the chat blood sport starts in an hour boys wait way to help the competition
0: <laughs> hey why are you here watch other wrestling <laughs> April tenth, we're going to be uh, reviewing either the first or the first and the second episodes of AEW All Access. From April, what I've seen
3: so far, the first.
0: April seventeenth, <laughs> the roast of Michael Hayes And in honor of 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 Mike. For April twenty fourth, we're going to review Rocky Three. So, oh. uh, and and Mike's in 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 Mike's defense and and john moxley's defense the first time you're gonna see mike and john moxley agree about anything uh but and before- we
3: promise unlike the they live review dan will actually record it because we spent an hour and a half reviewing they live and then afterwards dan's like oh shit i didn't push record sorry guys
2: no 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 that's not what happened we spent an hour talking about fucking SmackDown.
3: No, no, we spent forty-five minutes talking about UFC before you even got on, Mike. So oh, I had to sit right. through all that. Right. You
0: guys, you guys have it so rough. Your life is so hard. Okay, uh, we'll talk about this later on. Uh, eventually, we'll. You,
1: you also this sounds like uh, like National Lampoons going to WrestleMania. Like you're all in the in the car
0: right now, complaining. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Thank you.
3: Yeah, because there's nothing more unique than wrestling fans complaining.
0: Let's get to the uh bright side of John Cena. That's right, folks. It's our WrestleMania episode, so we gotta we gotta roast one of the all-time greats, and that is John Cena. Bright side, who wants to start out? Mike, I'll start with you.
2: Okay. Um dude, uh The Suicide Squad is one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. Um and the I think one. he's I think he, yeah, yeah, the, the, I, I I said, I, I distinguished, um, (laughs) and I think he's fantastic in it, and I think Peacemaker was great, um, so as an actor, I, I think he's behind Batista, I, I think Batista's the best wrestling actor, and if you haven't seen Knock at the Cabin, uh, he definitely takes that now, um, as, as best wrestling actor, um. He is, because the movie's
0: like, okay, but he's great in it.
2: Yeah, he's really good. Um, and then, uh, no, I mean, look, like I got back in 2002, so he was the guy for a lot of that time. And look, he's one of those dudes that he tried and he failed and he tried and he figured it out. I mean, you know, they, they gave him some leeway that they don't give, I think, some of their other wrestlers, but look, the ruthless regression thing didn't work, um, and the fucking rap thing did. It's like, just let people be themselves. And he figured it out. And dude, I loved some of his fucking 2003 stuff. When he he said, like, I'm going to fight. I ain't no quitter. Going to leave you more dead than John Ritter or something. <laughs> it's like, you know, he, I mean, his early shit was, some of it was pretty edgy, especially for, like, you know, WWE, even back then. Um, and then, I mean, dude, the, the dude, like, figured it out. I mean, some of the most memorable moments in, in the company, I, I think, you know, that he deserves credit for. Look, like Rob Van Dam fucked up his own push in uh, you know, One Night Stand 2006. but whoa, John whoa, Cena whoa. could not.
1: Whoa, whoa,
3: whoa. How so? By getting caught uh with drugs while driving oh, and they he had to take What though. is this?
0: Come on guys. He was
2: an idiot what yeah, just got... is
3: this
1: if your
2: champ it was don't buy with
3: sabu
1: it's not that it hard.
2: it was 2006 yeah yeah well he was illegal he was doing an illegal got you know how many people said it
1: push. was 1810 or
0: whatever <laughs> <laughs> I I, I mean, like, it's, I I think Rob Van Dam, they never wanted to push and they were looking for a reason. That's, that's no. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Trust me. You know how many times the cops let
0: WWE superstars get away with murder? Well, hey, but that's with a briefcase of money. Think about how many uh, Waffle House managers just, just uh, let Sean's rudeness uh, you know, fly by the wayside because they believed in the greater good. All right. But either I way, just... I think Cena was like the, the
2: perfect fucking opponent in that match. I think it, in the punk match, like, you know, he gets it. Like he knows when he's the heel. Look, like, do I think he should have become a heel at some point? Yeah. But look, like now we see his legacy is kind of unbroken. He doesn't have that Austin moment where he turned and it didn't work. You know, the career kind of, you look back and it's, it speaks for itself. And, I mean, the Make-A-Wish shit, like, I think they tout it too much. But he, at the end of the day, the dude did the fucking work, man. And that's pretty amazing. And that's the
0: thing, man. I mean, it, it's, he met with like 300 Make-A-Wish kids or whatever the fuck it is. I mean, the guy. Yeah, and
2: Hogan only ever hung out with one, Beefcake. But,
0: you know, I <laughs> I think that... <laughs> I think that it's
2: like, you know, he is that dude that, like, even if people stopped watching wrestling, they know, oh, that guy's a wrestler. And then when you hear about the positives of him, like, he, uh, you know, he did not. I, I watched all of, like, the first few seasons of Total Divas. He did not look great on that show. <laughs> I don't think it was, a you know, a good look for him, but. I think he was also smart. Like I think he recalibrated his media image because of that show. And now he's seen as, you know, like he, his persona now is like the
0: cool Imagine hey, To be pro- fair, Mike, let me interrupt you. How cool would you be if you knew how you had to spend holidays with John warren That's fair. <laughs>
2: yeah, in front of e-cameras.
0: Like that also.
2: Yeah. That's but no, ye, you know, and, and then you know the, there's the thing also in terms of the work rate or whatever, like big match jaunt, like it exists. The guy's got a fucking incredible resume um of highlight real matches that you can't say that he was just carried in all the time. You know, the the whole you can't wrestle thing um is a bunch of bullshit. The guy can wrestle, he's had a lot of great matches, and and I think. The last thing I'll say is, you know, where I mentioned like he kind of gets it in a way that other people don't. I don't how many top stars would have had that match with Lesnar in 2014 that he had. And what that did for Lesnar. I, I think, think
0: that, in ring he's the most selfless top guy of all time.
2: Yeah, and when he, you know, he lost to Owens and when he did that, you went, I mean, look what he's doing at Mania this year. He could easily be in the main event if he wanted to. And he's opening the show. And uh, um, look, he's on the fucking poster of the first night. Like, he is a star that they can rely on. I'm going to go with my brother. My brother's not going to know most of the fucking people there. He's going to know Logan Paul and John Cena <laughs> and Rey Mysterio. You know, like, <laughs> and that's that's a testament to, to John Cena and um, how integral he is to the company. I mean, 80s is Hogan. 90s is Austin, fucking 2000s, 2010s is Cena.
0: Pretty uh pretty long bright side from old Mr. Lawrence. Scott, it's uh it's interesting uh cuz you've only had nice things to say about Cena, but you know, you've appreciated kind of the other side of wrestling that is, you know, was the alternative to Cena, you know? So What's your opinion on uh, on Cena's bright side?
1: Yeah, I think guys like Cena help you look for an alternative. You know, at least the the eighteen years he was on top, or whatever that was. He, my entire middle school and high school time was it was John Cena was the guy. You know, he was becoming the guy. He was the guy. It was it was his story, and during that time, um. Yeah, I did what teenagers do with, like, music, too, you know? Like, I I went against the the pop culture thing, and I looked for things that I considered better. Um, Fans chanting, you can't wrestle. I mean, it wasn't that he couldn't wrestle, but he only did a few specific things. Uh, And it did get old, and it was very boring and repetitive. And I think a reason a guy like him can be so selfless is because there is no one they're even massaging to be near him when he's doing this. So he knows he's still going to be on top, even if he's not on top CM Punk won the title and John Cena was still in the main events, even if it wasn't him versus punk. I do think he is punk's best opponent. um, But that comes from a history of, Oh, we don't like this. And therefore this is better. The, the punk, gimmick works because Cena exists. You know what I'm saying?
2: Um, I'd say CM Punk is CM Punk's best opponent. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> fucking no doubt about that. Yeah, that's
3: Social true. media is a close second.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Tony Khan's worst <laughs> opponent.
1: But the, the longevity is insane. He lasted like quadruple what Austin did on top, right? Um,
2: Longer than Hogan. Hogan was 84... 92 uh, I yeah. mean Cena longer his uh, his you know
1: his Hollywood career I mean Peacemaker is genuinely entertaining he is he's funny enough and stuff like that and the US Open Challenge was amazing his match with Sami Zayn that was a debut for Sami I think on Raw Kevin Owens debuting and beating Cena when he had the NXT title I think if memory serves me correctly so yeah he put a lot of uh, guys over for sure. I don't know. I like Cena a lot in retrospect. But living through it was uh, you know, there were eye rolls.
0: The uh, right? Stamford. I mean, Robert, uh what do, what do you think of uh John Cena?
3: I mean, uh, this'll be our longest bright side, probably rightfully so. Uh he's the guy who got the best I think probably one of the best storylines and feuds out of Randy Orton. He helped establish Edge as a main eventer, and those guys had amazing feuds. The the stuff with punk that led to the pipe bomb. Uh, the that match that they had at Money in the Bank is one of those that every wrestling fan points to is like, that's an all timer. Uh the atmosphere at ECW one night stand, the 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 vitriol against him, and he knew what that was, and he milked every moment of it, and he was great. He had an amazing match with Shawn Michaels on Raw. That's probably one of the best free television matches that ever happened. Uh, that weird thing he did with Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. No other top main event star is going to do that goofy video package, be willing to laugh at themselves and and put that out there and take risks. Uh, he was a model citizen the entire time he was in WWE. There's never been a problem with him. I think the worst thing he did was the, the issue with Taiwan uh, at one point, but... There, there's never a bad story that's come out about John. Uh, in working with him, the guy was was the nicest person you've ever worked with who was a top star. He knew the name of every camera guy, every PA, every grip, every everyone. And he took time to go over, say hello to everybody, and it felt genuine. It felt sincere. He understood what his role was in that company, and he's the last larger-than-life star. You had Hogan. You had Austin. You had Cena. Seen as a guy that, like, my mom saw him on TV the other day. She knows who John Cena is. She's never watched a minute of professional wrestling in her life. My daughter knows who John Cena is. He's a major, major star. Uh, The stuff that he's done in Peacemaker, even little bits he's done elsewhere in certain like comedy films. When he was in that the the Amy Schumer movie, uh, playing Dolph Ziggler, Trainwreck. He was funny. He was great
2: in Blockers. I don't know if anyone. He was great in Blockers. I
3: like Blockers, man. I really liked it. He makes that movie fun. he, guess he, yeah, sometimes he picks not the best things like uh, Bumblebee, but I can see where from a calculated perspective, get in on the Transformers franchise and, and boost your profile. But the Peacemaker stuff now is right in his wheelhouse. He has that kind of twisted sense of humor. But at the same time, he's the reason there was a Mattel deal. He's the reason WWE went PG and has been the most profitable company ever. And he's the highest merch seller ever. So John Cena, from a, a business perspective, from an entertainment perspective, for WWE, is an absolute godsend for the uh, for the WWE, and he's still a good guy. Like there has still not been something that's come out where you're like, well, you know, he's great, but there's like a pile of dead hookers somewhere.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I I, um, I I have a lot to say for the Cena Bright Side. Um, his feud with The Rock was, I, I think we gloss over it because you know it, it's a feud that kind of did what we kind of thought it was going to do, you know, in the sense of like provos and match quality. But as far as like financials, it was 1.2 million pay per view buys at WrestleMania 28, it's the most ever. I mean, who knows if we'll ever go back to that model again but unbelievable Um, one of the criticisms that I heard from Cena when I first started was he doesn't deserve his spot and this was like 13 years ago and like that is such a distant memory it's like it's such a ridiculous fucking but I, I just want to bring that up in terms of how much that guy's accomplished and how much that guy's lapped. Um, him and Roman have turned it around more than any wrestler I've ever seen there, there was a time when I dreaded. I take mean, the snake by still being alive. I would say, well, that's true.
2: There that's a big a turnaround. When I,
0: I dreaded Roman promos and Cena matches, and they both like flip that out. Um, you know, like I, I think it. I think Mike had said this, but he put a lot of people over. You know, just a list: uh, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, at SummerSlam. He put that motherfucker over square in the middle of the ring. Uh, Del Rio. uh This was just a, a normal pay per view for an open challenge. Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, even though he won that first match, it was one of the most definitive beatings I've seen from a top guy. I was there live. Uh, Undertaker, and that was just to get the legend of the Taker over. It was five minutes. Nakamura. That was a SmackDown. Owens, Sheamus, AJ Styles. Dolph Ziggler, Rob Van Dam, Edge, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. This dude was the least selfish megastar of all time.
3: Oh, and worked uh, the last SmackDown of the Year last year just so he could make sure he worked a match every year of his career.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I uh, mean, this guy is his. Uh, I mean, he's just an insane. League. I mean, he selflessly lost to the Miz at WrestleMania. He did lose to The Miz. Um, Peacemaker is great, man. He's a good actor. Um, You know, like, and even some of the shitty projects that he's been in, he's never gave up. Am I right? Uh, Everyone who I've worked with in comedy, uh, some people very closely have just said he's a great guy, easy to work with. Somebody who's actually working with him now. Um, Dude, he dealt, this is the thing is he dealt with fucking Vince for years. And I feel like the, those are some weird meetings. I know Vince made him a ton of money. I know he made a ton of money for Vince. But, like, you know, just having to, like, hang out with Vince all the time, it's got to be a little rough sometimes, bro. Uh, just some kayfabe accomplishment. He was Ohio Valley Heavyweight Champion, five-time Pro Wrestling Illustrated Match of the Year, two-time Pro Wrestling Illustrated Wrestler of the Year, Rolling Stone's best promo storyline and match of the year. The Sports Illustrated Muhammad Ali Legacy Award. 16 time WWE Heavyweight Champion. Oh, that uh,
3: storyline where where Jon Stewart stepped in to stop him from beating Flair's record was so fucking good.
0: I mean, uh, I think people have mixed opinions on that because that chair shot from John was terrible. Five okay, okay, times, I'm sorry,
3: the like, chair shot. I'm just saying that that moment, that was a cool you gotta get little a fucking thing to
0: chair do. shot, right? You know? five-time United States champion, four-time tag team champion, Money in the Bank winner, two-time Royal Rumble winner, Observer Hall of Fame, two-time Observer Wrestler of the Year. Uh, He did over 300 wishes for Mikulich. He's been nominated for a tons, ton of Kids' Choice Awards, including it. five-time WrestleMania main eventer. Too many great matches to ma- to count, even. You know, like... Umaga at the Royal Rumble, Shawn Michaels at, at both WrestleMania 23 and Monday Night Raw, CM Punk at Money in the Bank and Monday Night Raw, Bray Wyatt at Mania, like like Robert had mentioned, AJ at SummerSlam and the Royal Rumble, Dean Ambrose, Cesaro had a few matches with Zara which were unbelievable. Sami Zayn on Raw, not Na- Nakamura. had mentioned, you know, Kevin Owens, Edge. At Did deal. you say AJ Styles? yes i did yeah yeah that was probably his
2: best modern opponent man. oh the the him lesnar and uh rollins at rumble was
0: fucking great. i was gonna get that yeah the triple threat at rumble was fantastic the the brock extreme could stream rolls even though you know he shouldn't have won and he won it was it was a great match rvd at money in the bank you know like i had said edge at tlc uh there was a triple threat at survivor series at dx i so thought was really good I mean, this guy has just been, you know, obviously Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam. Um, you know, and I think the, the the thing about John is that, like, he's one of the few guys that we could put as our WrestleMania roast subject and nobody would have a problem with. They'd be like, oh, yeah, it's got to be him or or Vance or Rock or something like that. You know, he's
3: and one of the few guys we could roast to and be like, that's awesome, as opposed to fuck these guys.
0: Well, it's also I, I as far as the Mount Rushmore of making money. I'm not talking about who's the greatest wrestler of all time because that's subjective. But as far as like like subjective making money, right in the wrestling, which history, actually
2: is means who is the best wrestler of all time.
0: <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> that like... It is what being Austin, a wrestler is is to make money. Yeah. It's yeah. like I know oh, Elon
1: Musk is the greatest mind of all time.
0: Uh, well, there there you go. I mean that's the that's the thing where it's like what's the Tesla of it Scott's got a great point um I would say that you know as far as making money you know just in terms of wrestling not what they did outside of wrestling it's gotta be you know Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan, Cena, and Rock I guess I guess those are the four I'm I'm trying to think if Flair beats Rock out in terms of like like if you if you took in terms of like what the money was actually being made at the time and
2: I I would say I would say Wheeler Yuda's going to give them all a run for their money.
1: <laughs> Forgive me for saying this, but isn't the idea of Flair drawing serious money like a, a like an urban legend?
2: Like we oh, all I mean he was a territory was- guy. Yeah. I know
1: he was a territory guy, but after that uh, he was not by the metric guy. that
0: we judge now. He he wasn't available, but um, you know what I mean because it was such a territory guy. But and it's also know, it's, it's like a lot of
2: that, a lot of those like big matches people talk about. Like, dude, you watch watch that trilogy of steamboat and flare, and there is one of those. I think it's in New Orleans where like half the arena is fucking empty.
3: That's the one up against uh, WrestleMania
0: Five. Oh, well,
2: yeah. I, I saw
0: that one. It's, it's a fantastic match, but you are right. But it's... it didn't draw it's a lot of empty fine though no. well folks we lauded all of john cena's accomplishments we've rested in his laurels i think it's time to roast the motherfucker do y'all want me to start out Wouldn't yeah love that, brother all right here we go the roast of john cena word life sounds like a magazine jerry lawler buys his girlfriend <laughs> Uh, Cena looks like what would happen if G.I. Joe fucked Frankenberry. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me, said Nikki Bella's wedding deposit.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Cena's known for five moves of doom the AA, STFU, shoulder block, five knuckle shuffle, and saying Taiwan's a country. <laughs> <laughs> He never gives up, said Bruce as John Cena's dad emailed him for the 900th time. (laughs) John Cena's success comes from his work ethic. Never giving up and Vince not trusting an actual black guy with a rapper gimmick. People say he's like Mark Wahlberg, but Nakamura fought Cena and kept both eyes. (laughs) uh um the only way scenic can come is watching video of james gunn send the rock to voicemail (laughs) he's uh been in hollywood half the time the rock has and is already beating him which makes him a white guy uh a lot of people hate the spinny world title but to be fair that's how wrestlers with cte see every belt
1: <laughs>
0: the uh diva search ended when they found them in John's locker room. Just kidding. They start in John's locker room and end in Teddy Hart's crawl space. <laughs> sub subanomics is how Jackson Riker describes welfare. Uh, <laughs> Cena choked out Umaga with a ring rope, which he learned from making Amy Schumer come. <laughs> His Ring gear is cop going undercover at a Jenko's. hustle loyalty and respect. Three things that didn't apply to Mickey James's marriage. Well, maybe the hustle part through the window, John Kenny's back. (laughs) All right. That's it for me. Let's move to Robert Karpolis. All right.
3: The roast of John Cena. John Cena is the only rapper Hulk Hogan is comfortable with fucking his daughter. Stina is the doctor of thugonomics. Jim Ross thinks thugonomics is a major at HBCUs. John Cena starred in the Marine, and based on the box office numbers, audiences pulled a Randy Orton and went AWOL. John Cena was engaged to Nikki Bella, but the relationship ended when he got tired of giving her the same five moves of Doom every night. John Cena looks like what would happen if you ask an AI generator to combine Mark Wahlberg and the Geico caveman. Cena is the face of ruthless aggression, yet has the reputation of being the nicest man in wrestling, mainly because he has better NDAs than Vince McMahon. I love John Cena and Peacemaker. I think he's the best actor in DC, though, being the best actor in a DC property is a lot like being the best wrestler on AEW Dark Elevation. No offense, Kip Sabian. Dark elevation is also what Jim Ross calls any mountain in Africa.
2: (laughs) Oh, Jesus
0: Christ.
3: Cena's finishing move is called the FU because it's the only move he can't fuck up. That's not fair. John Cena actually has a five star match, according to Dave Meltzer. And this happened when Meltzer's opinion actually mattered. Uh, The five star match happened against CM Punk, stemming from the pipe bomb, the second most famous pipe bomb involving someone from Boston. (laughs) you can't see me is john cena's catchphrase and the reason mike lawrence can't make eye contact (laughs) cena has never attended a show in saudi arabia because the wwe was worried that if the cena wins re riot guy showed up there'd be a new arab spring john does ads for honda experian and pistachios i believe john cena drives a honda before I believe Conrad Thompson takes something called Athletic Greens. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll leave Conrad alone. John Cena wears belts that spin, while Conrad will settle for a belt that closes.
1: <laughs>
3: you can't see me living until 50, said Conrad Thompson. <laughs> oh, Jesus. John Cena is married to Shay Shariatsta. And if you're wondering how to spell that, just mash your fingers against the keyboard. (laughs) Cena stars in the upcoming film Fast X. Fast X sounds like the drug Teddy Hart slips into a girl's drink at a club. (laughs) John Cena was raised Roman Catholic, which prepared him for eventually having to work with Pat Patterson. All right. Uh, So lots of people want to see John Cena turn heel, either because they love to... Boom, or just really want to fuck with those Make a Wish kids. Mm. <laughs> but and finally, John Cena should be commended. He's done a lot more Make a Wishes than any celebrity ever, and despite that, none of those kids survived.
0: <laughs> Robert Carpelous, look, I uh, I just want to thank. I, I want to apologize because I thought I had taken the cow avatar off, but I did not. So. For this best of video, you will be seeing me in a cow avatar. All right. Scotty our Chico, own make-a-wish, kid. Scott Chaplin. So we Scotty Chaplin with Thug Life glasses. Go for it, buddy. Here
1: we go. Your time is up. My time is now. Cried the little boy, waiting for Mike Lawrence to finish playing Turtles in Time at the local <laughs> arcade. <laughs>
2: I got the home version now, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> I, I always wonder, it's going to be real tough when Logan starts liking toys in the house, you know? Gonna... Oh,
1: yeah, it's going to be hell, I know.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, you can't see me, the old man said, right as the front wheels of Sonny's car snapped his kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a young John Cena moved to L.A. for bodybuilding. Petty Heart Moved for Body Hiding. John Cena is a record-setting Make-A-Wish granter. Ultimate Warrior is a record-setting Make-A-Wish denier. You can have that record. Uh, Don't fuck with John. John Cena works for Make-A-Wish. Now Alex Riley works for (laughs) Build-A-Bear. Uh his world title became a spinner belt to represent all of our eyes after he was still being pushed as the only face in the company for 15 years. Uh difference between John Cena and Kevin Sullivan is John Cena released a hit album, and Kevin Sullivan released a hit on his ex Nancy and her family. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in Transformers, John voices the car Bumblebee. Uh, Bumblebee is what children think stung Jim Ross's face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rick Flair and John Cena, both sixteen-time world champs. The difference: John Cena is in a uh, peacemaker, and Rick Flair is in a uh, pacemaker. Okay. And finally, the difference between John Cena and Marty Jannetty is when John Cena is in a blockbuster, it's a hit movie. And when Marty Jannetty is in a blockbuster, it's because it's abandoned and a window
0: is broken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Scott Chaplin, that was great. (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, headlining, last but not least, MC Lawrence. (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah. First off, my autism really kicked into high gear here. Um, John Cena did not voice Bumblebee. He played the soldier in it. No. Yeah. But yeah. he but was Bumblebee so good. doesn't actually have a voice. All of his sounds are like lips and...
1: What's
2: that? It was Ella Cool J? Oh, no. Ella Cool J is not in it
3: no bumblebee was like nikki bella during their engagement no voice
2: (laughs) all right here we go yo tonight we're roasting john cena the legend the myth the man you're so full of bullshit johnny that's why they cast you as ferdinand
1: oh
2: i'm sorry john there's only one type of marine in the wwe that i respect And that's those 14 guys in Syracuse that kept HBK's ass in check.
0: (laughs) Oh, good one, but still a bad rapper. Keep going.
2: (laughs) He a jock in jean shorts with some jokes. Yeah, John Cena fills that niche. And unlike that rock, unlike the rock, you were happy to play Vin Diesel's bitch. (laughs) You beat JBL and showed him that you were the wrestling god. Then you released an album so bad you should have been in the career Suicide Squad. (laughs) Next to Hogan and Austin, you might as well be Cooper Manning. You're a genetic freak whose creativity peaked when you teamed with Bull Buchanan. (laughs) You'll always be a Boston boy even if you now live in the Hollywood palms. Hell, Johnny, you're so Boston that your film career has been a marathon of bombs. (laughs) People don't want to pay to see this wannabe Wahlberg-looking fella. You want to be the lead in Bumblebee, though you couldn't keep a supporting role inside of Bella? (laughs) You could have a shot at anyone at Mania, and in theory, you're going to waste it. Did Vince spread his cheeks in your face and say, do you really want to taste it? (laughs) Honestly, John, I respect you for all the make-a-wishes over the years. Though it's funny, you wrestled a guy with leukemia just so you'd finally get some cheers.
0: (laughs) My God. Word life. Mike Lawrence, everybody. Word life. That was a fun one, man. A lot of good jokes all around. Uh, We appreciate you guys coming on. Um, But uh, the reason you guys are here... Is because there's a little something called WrestleMania 39 this weekend that we gotta talk about. Um, thank you, Lou Hare, giving us a goddamn guy's great work. Um, folks, WrestleMania 39. It's a it's a it's probably the most anticipated WrestleMania in my mind since WrestleMania 26. Uh before we even start with the card where would you grade this build on a Scotty Meltzer scale? So Scotty Meltzer, Dave Meltzer's obviously uh, corporate magician brother. Um, so out of five Scotty Meltzer, flaming bowling pins, where would you put this build? I've got to put it at five, bro. Like I'm not saying five for every episode of TV. Like I think that that's kind of ridiculous uh, because It's just impossible to have a great episode of TV when it's a three hour raw every Monday, but like, you know, like for me, it's like, it's up there with that Shawn Michaels undertaker 26. Montage. Uh, Where would you put it? Robert.
3: Uh, It's using the Scotty Meltzer bowling pins and Dave Meltzer's new logic on life. I'm giving this seven and three quarter flaming bowling pins on a scale of one to five. They have, consistently delivered exactly the emotional stories that you wanted. They had the discipline to stick with Cody and Roman and tell the simple story for months and months and months. And people are like, Oh, it could be the rock or, you know, I that mean, was going to be Roman in the rock and people were going to be disappointed that it was Cody. I don't think anybody's disappointed that it's Cody the way they handled Sami Zayn over the last year and had the, the guts to tell that story. The way that they did i thought that was really really well done the way that they put together that like two-year build of the bloodline and you realize everything here really makes sense and this is exciting the seth Rollins stuff they're doing with logan paul doesn't feel like a, a demotion it feels like a special match the ray dom stuff when we first saw dom on tv and we're like Oh, we're getting to, you know, we're going to sit through uh, a Dom heel turn. This is going to suck. And now Dom is like the hottest heel in wrestling. Uh, This is the most fun. I mean, this is what we've wanted forever from the WWE to, to get back to doing. And they're telling great stories across the board, as long as you ignore the women like Tony Khan would.
1: As wrestling should. Am I right? Uh, how about he's, uh,
0: he's Scott. Really I mean, I'm sure that when you were younger, you were more excited for WrestleMania because you're younger. But, like, well, as far as this build, how, what would you say about it? Even compared to every pay per view build AEW, pay per view build, NWA, WCW, New Japan builds. Wait, AEW think- has pay per view builds?
1: Yeah, AEW doesn't have pay per view builds. Didn't yeah. you hear
3: Excalibur quickly reading through the card eight minutes before the show is about to start? That's the build
1: <laughs> on zero hour. Um, in terms of WrestleMania build, if you look at every match, theres I don't think there's ever been a better build. I mean, not since I've been watching, right? I guess you hear those stories. Well, there's stories to me. I guess you guys lived it where Hogan would feud with a guy for most of the year, and then he'd fight, fight him at Mania. I guess if that ever happened. I mean, but then the rest of the card was probably kind of mostly thrown together.
3: Well, yeah, like we watched mania seven we talked about it on the patreon and most of those matches were literally just thrown together of like all right we drew names out of like a tumbler and we're like all right it's gonna be uh dino bravo and he's gonna go out there and wrestle the texas tornado and nobody gave a shit
1: so yeah, this is every match matters even you know like the let's go with the there's a men's tags right right that's like a four-way and you you go ah Ricochet and Braun have been in in everybody's faces a lot you know I'm aware that they're tagging together and I'm aware of these other teams and and is it is it um something I'm looking forward to no but it's something that I'm gonna go oh what's to eat at this WrestleMania party while it's happening and it's still gonna be good every time I do look at it and uh, I think it's a flawless Mania card on both nights I think one night is much stronger a lot stronger. But whatever. No, this is the best. Yeah, this is the best build ever. Now, will they have a My Way by Limp Biscuit video? No chance in hell. Because Fred Durst, Uh, you know, no one's looking looking for him. N- no one released that bat signal yet, you know? Yeah, uh, but, but we'll hear the same the 45 bat signal? That's when we'll get a WrestleMania 17 equivalent. But, but we'll hear he the
3: same here, 15 seconds of that weekend song 85 times in every video package. Really yeah, excited Albert, about you that. You can
0: either give your opinion or we can just uh, intercut audio of someone gargling a cock.
3: I'm sorry, what was that cowman? Couldn't Couldn't quite hear you there.
0: <laughs> How, uh, one to ten. What is Where's this build?
3: I already answered. So clearly you're you're fucking tuned in. Mike yeah, hasn't wait, talked yet. No, you're I confusing it was one your to Jews.
1: five, And he said seven and a half. This snake draft part two. And now he was one, one to
3: five. To I already answered, and he's, he's all right. I fucked Jews. up.
0: I fucked up. You, if you guys had to listen to your opinions all the time, you would lose track too. Mike, um, way to
3: sell this pe- fucking podcast, dude. <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> how excited about? How excited about? this wrestlemania are you this is the first wrestlemania you're ever attending live
2: yeah man um i'm really excited i i'm gonna give them a i'll give them a four and a half i think there's a few of the matches that are a little thrown together i don't think you need either four-way unless those are pre-show matches those should not be on the main card we are I love Triple H's idea, and it's a very Triple H idea. Not everyone deserves a paycheck, uh, <laughs> you know. But it's, it's a very like, Nick
3: Khan idea too.
2: Yeah, but you look at um, the you look at the like the, the cards for both nights, and dude, even like a Brock and Ob- it, it, it it makes sense. It has a build. There's a story, um, and uh, there's a culmination of shit, you know, and it's funny because I think this is the best built modern mania, like in the last I don't know at least 15 years. I, I think this is better built than 30, and and because 30 was kind of thrown together, 30 was a happy accident in many ways. This feels a lot more organized, and I'm counting the build for this. Uh, uh, part of that is Cody thankfully being injured until January, so he couldn't ruin his own push. <laughs> I think really helped
0: this story, oh, I you I know? agree with that 100%. What you say? I I agree with that 100%. I think like part of the reason this is uh this is so good is that we haven't had Cody ruin it.
2: Yeah, and and it, the just the perfect amount um look like like I said like some people are saying this is p- p- predictable wrestling is fine. Like I knew that the Avengers were gonna win in Endgame. I, I, you know, I didn't know how. I didn't know what the sacrifices were gonna be, but I knew that that basic thing was gonna happen. And it's fine that it happened, and things will move forward. I mean, I think you know, it's also a lot of the build is a hindsight thing, right? Like we watched WrestleMania seven, but we watched it knowing what happens to all those characters after. So, a lot of this, you know is determined by the finishes and and whether or not they actually have definitive finishes because some manias man some manias the backlashes are fucking great because the manias are just an advertisement for the backlashes or the extreme rules or whatever the april pay-per-view or the may pay-per-view and if they do that then that fucking sucks but if they make this their big night and really give some of these you know final stories then then it'll be awesome i but
0: before we get i, I think the this part is a really uh, county great
2: county. show on paper and dude i'm i'm look i bought the ticket just because i was like i i always wanted to go to one and i've just never been to one and it's in the city i live in and i city can't believe it. the one that i'm going to is this fucking well booked i mean i think this is yeah i think this is the best uh pay-per-view on paper in, in years, uh, in any company, just in terms of the amount of matches that have great stories.
0: Well, I, I will say this is like, you, you need a couple more bites of the Dom apple. Like you want to see them in a stipulation match or you want to see them in a tag. So there's a couple of things that you would want to see for backlash after this. Um, I heard Seth Roman and, And Cody is a main event. That should be super fun, but we'll get into it. Um, It's time to get to the actual WrestleMania card. uh, Let me start from the bottom here. Um, Well, it's really not the bottom, but uh, it's the first match I'm talking about, which is the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Scott, who do you got for this? What do you... Hope happens. What do you think is going to happen?
1: This is an interesting one, right? Because if they win, then you kind of go, oh, and also Cody wins and it's just everybody wins. Does them winning affect the Cody win because this, uh, you know, this family has already lost the title, but you know, in, in my head, you have to give it to Owens and Sammy. Uh, I think it's, Maybe going to be match of the weekend. I think people are going to argue that it is tag match of the year. Uh, All of these guys are unbelievable in the ring. So as long as they're not dealing with injuries, I don't know about. Yeah, I think this is going to be like top two matches of the weekend. With some really unbelievable
0: storytelling. I I completely agree. And I think that there is a debate over Roman and Cody. I don't think there's any debate here. I think. Kevin Owens and Sammy have to win.
1: Yeah, and I think you're going to see the story of the, you know, the issues between the brothers, you know, the Usos falling apart and Owens and Sammy coming together,
0: right? It's, it's gonna Yeah, I think really it's going to play a part in the next night's main event. You know, whether the bloodline just walks out on Roman, I could see that happening. The continuation of a thing like that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Robert, who do you got?
3: Yeah, this is Kevin and Sammy. Uh, this will wind up main eventing night one. Um, this will be the emotional catharsis that they've earned that Sammy and Kevin are back together. They're going to help bring down the bloodline. Um, the The fact that they referenced PWG on Raw and established, like, look, Los Angeles is where we became a tag team uh, and where we matter. and I think that uh, the interesting story is, yes, if the Usos lose and Roman loses, you know, what's the future of the bloodline? And what does that mean for, uh, you know, that or that, you know, that group? I think there's something to, uh, you know, the future of Jay Uso and realizing that guy's a huge singles babyface star.
0: Uh, <laughs> Robert just lost himself. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. Let's keep going. Um, hey Mike, uh who who do you got?
2: No oh, man, this match is gonna be all that in a bag of destroyed. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Match. Uh wait, what match are we talking about? Still
1: a tag match. Brother, it's gonna be amazing. I know I spoke on this already, but if I can speak for Mike for a second, <laughs> I think uh, I think Mike would agree that that this tag match gives me the feels of a uh, Young Bucks versus the Golden Lovers at that New Japan show
2: in California.
3: And you uh, ruined it years back. Thanks, Scott. I was all excited for this match.
2: Yeah, like if you took that, if you took the audience of that match and multiplied them by a hundred. You'd have this match, you know, uh, full of people uh, that actually want to see it. Uh, (laughs) um, No, I think that this match is is fucking amazing. I think that the Usos need to win, actually. You guys kind of talked me into thinking that because it just feels like there's more of a, you really need to believe that Roman can't lose for Cody to win meaning something. I think the bloodline coming in, being seen as unstoppable, helps that more.
3: Yeah, but then the thing is, is then Sammy loses at Elimination Chamber after this meteoric climb. He reunites with Kevin, and then they fail again.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, they're French Canadians. Saudi all and- they do yeah, is that, fail.
3: That is true. No, they're all they're all American boys, Mike. They're hey, all look. American boys. All right, Guys,
2: let's
0: move on to our. Second they're they're
2: they're a French Canadian tag team. It's either this or being the Jericho Appreciation Society. I think they're fine.
0: All right, folks, let's get these out of the way. Uh, women's four way, Mike.
2: Um, I would like a uh, a uh, pepperoni pizza, um, <laughs> a large Coke. <laughs>
0: Oh, All sorry. right, this is Robert, Robert, do. what do you want? who do you got?
3: Yeah, like Ronda Rousey is going to show up to lose at this show. I mean, she's going to wait until the very end, tag in and just pin somebody, and they're going to pay her a stupid amount of money. I'm sure a lot of people are, are coming to this going, I can't wait to see Shotzi and Raquel tie up. Uh, I think That's we're fine. It's, it's fun that Chelsea's getting into a Wrestlemania. Uh, she's, she's awesome, and I'm happy for her. But uh, yeah, no, this will be Ronda and Shayna, and that'll be it. All and right. there's no way Mike's going to get his food before the end of this match.
0: Scott, who do you got?
1: Yeah, I agree with everything Robert said. Maybe there'll be a surprise in this match. Is that okay to say?
0: I doubt there will be, but I yeah, think there Robert won't Robert. be. What's us say, you, Scott, four-way, the, the WWE tag- at
2: least, do they at least do it where? four people are legal the whole time or is it that dumb shit i'm just i think two? it's that dumb shit
3: too it's the dumb shit where it's oh, two no, and then you gotta tag and
0: then- well at least you get the better one which is braun and ricochet versus the street profits versus the right Ra- viking raiders versus alpha academy scott who do you got
1: um dude they've been pushing braun and ricochet like maniacs so i'm gonna say braun and ricochet Uh, and I think, uh, you know, you're going to see other teams in this match kind of start folding stories will be told in this match. You feel me, dog?
0: Perhaps (laughs) Robert
3: stories will be told in this match, but the winners will be the Viking Raiders because you need a tag team for Kevin and Sammy to beat. Uh, the, look, this match will be a hell of a lot of fun because the eight-man tag they had on Raw was a lot of fun. They're already telling the Gable and Otis splitting story. Montez Ford did a really awesome like twisting and midair splash. There's no way Braun and Ricochet stay a tag team. Viking Raiders can win and then lose to Owens and Sammy, and that'll be fine. And it'll appease the Ring of Honor fan and Scott.
1: No. I like them a lot, though.
3: There you go.
2: All right. Um, I, I think that, um, you know, I'm going to regret that pizza and that Coke, and this will be the time I realize that, hopefully. Uh, but also, like, I, I watched on, on Monday. So, you know, great job of already showing all these people in the ring together. But
0: the whole thing, I don't fully I mean, understand. The show. I mean, there's some points where you just have to be like, all right, well, this is just like wrestling, you know. Yeah, um, but the whole thing, like, is Otis basically
2: doing a, the whole shush? It, it's just Tugboat. Just make Otis Tugboat.
3: No, they're turning Otis into Rick Martel, and that's going to be way better.
2: Well,
0: this I like the shush thing. Tugboat, uh, Jack- Gable
3: does the shush thing. Otis is the fat guy they're turning into a model.
0: Okay. I have a
2: question. Is- Can we say Vince is gone from this company?
1: Is tugboat just uh, the the bad guy from Popeye?
2: He's well, that he's a uh, he's a mix. He's he looks like Bluto, but he's got the good nature of Popeye. So he's both. Fred Otman talks about this: how excited really? he was to be a good version of Bluto
0: and
3: the drawing power of Wimpy.
0: <laughs> well, guys, they pay we, you Tuesday
2: for a house show. <laughs> I
0: think We're we are a shockmaster master to today. We lost even less listeners, which I didn't think was possible. Um, this is one of the marquee matches, Dom versus Ray Mysterio. I'll start. This isn't gonna be the best match of the weekend, but it will be the one I wish I was in the arena for the most. The heat for this match is going to be unfucking real. Uh, I, I want Ray to win, but I'm saying this is a fan. I don't think it's bad if he loses. It could even be better, depending on the story they tell. I I just want a fun fucking time here, man. I, I, I want to hear the crowd. I want to feel like we're watching WrestleMania during this match. Mike, who do you think will win? Who do you hope will win? As a, as a spectator, what do you hope happens? I mean, yeah, this
2: is just fucking fun. I think that this is the johnny knoxville um sammy match this year in terms of just the pure sports entertainment but with an actual like strong emotional storyline um i mean this will be (laughs) probably not the last night people say that we 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 are you know some of us are a little hard on aew i will i will once again reiterate they did a father versus son match unannounced on just a random fucking dynamite and here it's one of their biggest matches because watching a father versus son should be a big fucking deal and this feels like that the way that they played this out the the incorporating the hall of fame into it i think is awesome and uh you know when ray finally hit him man and fucking it was a massive moment and i think that this is going to be a match full of massive moments and i i think that if you're gonna do the dissolution of the the bloodline, um, in some ways with you know Roman and all that, I, I think that's where they're headed. We need to build up Judgment Day, and I I think, you know, um, I think Rhea should win her match. Uh, so I'll just say my prediction on that. I think that, that that's definitely what should happen there is Rhea should win, and then I think that fucking um, Dominic should win this, and I think Finn should win his thing. Let The judgment day be a main event stable because they definitely get the fucking reactions. And I think that they're a good um, you know, option for that for your summer months where it doesn't have to be as big, but they can still be something. And uh, dude, they're fucking over, they get real heat. And I think that this is gonna be fucking fun with a lot of um yeah, genuine emotion. And and look, Ray's one of the best ever, and I think he's gonna show it here. I mean. He's going to want to put his son over. I mean, even if Ray wins, I think that this is going to be the best match Dom ever had. And I mean, look, kudos to Dom and kudos to the booking team. Look where this guy was a fucking year ago. And now he's their biggest heel in terms of just the fucking pure booze.
0: Scott, who's in a uh, Zorro filter, what do you think?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, this was the closest they have to a luchador mask. I, uh, I, I, ooh, is this the match I'm most looking forward to? No, because it probably is the Owen Zane tag, but this is a close second, dude. I think this is going to be so good in terms of storytelling, in terms of actually being funny, in terms of reminding everybody watching what pro wrestling can be and what it's about. You know. And I do think Ray is going to have moments in this match with Dom where you go, Oh wow, Dom can go because Ray wants you to think Dom can go, and maybe he can. I haven't really paid too much attention to him as of late, other than his character work, which is a blast, right? So, ah, uh, dude, I think this is going to be uh, an absolute blast. I think. I would love to see Ray win because I think a lot of people want to see Ray win and you go, well, eventually Ray would have to win. So why not just let him win the first time and then Dom wins every other time. But a father letting his son, putting his son over at WrestleMania is, is, is such an emotional story and such a cool story. Just uh, yeah. Just let that happen. And yeah, someone just wrote, Victor wrote in the chat. Yes. Dom definitely has to interrupt Ray's, Hall of Fame ceremony in some way and fuck that up for him too. Just because why not? It's fake. Let's have a ball.
0: In a lot of ways, I feel like Dom is living Vince's dream. Uh, yeah, sure. All right. Thank you for uh, all the assist <laughs> on that, Scott. Robert, uh, who do you got?
3: So Ray is going to do everything he can to make who established Dom. That's been the whole storyline here. There is only one moment that has not truly happened in the WWE that he will save for his son, which is Dom's gonna unmask Ray in this. He's gonna oh, leave with shit. the mask, he is going to remove the mask. It is not only going to beat his dad, he's going to do the one thing no one else has done, and now it's gonna be Ray chasing Dom trying to get the match. Until we get a rematch at say SummerSlam or whatever B show they have. So you're flipping the story, but Dom and Mike made a same point I was gonna just keep judgment day strong. Dom showing up on Raw, wearing his dad's mask is fucking nuclear heat. And Ray will do whatever he can to get his son over. And and that's the moment, that's the sacrifice.
1: That's awesome. I love that. Hey, what about Vicky showing up? She uh, She's not with AEW anymore, right? Didn't she just say that this week?
0: It would just yeah. be too confusing, I think.
2: Yeah. I
1: mean, it would just be too confusing. You don't need her there, man. Yeah, we have fun, though, you know? You bring her out. You chop her head Yeah, but off, you already have Rhea. Like, It's got to be about Rhea. Amen. Amen. I mean,
0: if you want to bring her in for Puerto Rico, that's like something that's different, but I, I really don't think you need it for this. Um. All right, next up. Uh, we have Edge versus Finn Balor, Hell and Cell, Gangrel, and both Christian have been rumored to uh, be making an entrance. Wait, Christian? Uh, yeah, that's what I heard, but I, I don't. I doubt that'll happen. I think that's just one of those bullshit. A, a
2: Christian Gangrel.
0: Gangrel has now converted, and <laughs> banging and banging and worshiping. Mike, <laughs> who do you got? Like
2: I said, I I think this is gonna be a slog. Um, I think you know Edge, Nat. Like I love Edge, but he is in that Triple H, uh, role of the midlife crisis epics that don't need to be, epics. Um, and I think this is, I think this is gonna drag the show down. Um, you know, I I hope I'm wrong there,
0: but. I think it'll be a little bit better now that it's on night two. I think it'll be a little better.
2: I I think, yeah, maybe. I mean, that's also, it's like the whole demon thing is never made, like he wins more when he's the demon. So why wouldn't he just be the demon all the time? And
3: Why is the
0: entire plane not made of the black box?
2: Well, because of the material. It wouldn't be able to fly as well.
0: God damn it, guys. Don't explain the reference. (laughs) But there is a reason for that. They've never given a reason
2: for Balor. That's all I'm saying. You um, think it would be Balor? I I yeah, I would pick Balor in this, but like I said, you want to keep the judgment judgment day strong. And Ed should be at the most a part-timer who kind of keeps people over. I mean, didn't didn't him and him and Beth won, right? Uh yes, they did. Yeah, so they don't fuck he doesn't fucking need this. Give it to Finn.
0: Well, he definitely. I mean, he's not he doesn't have another world title running on him. So all right. Here we go. Robert, who do you got as a big edge head?
3: Oh, Finn, 100%. There's no reason for Edge to win. He doesn't need the win. Uh, He can lose and go away for a while. Keep Judgment Day hot. And then, you know, there's always the outside chance. Judgment Day, next night on Raw, introduces uh, Jay White to join the group. And 15 people in the crowd know who he is and clap.
0: Also, Scott's going to be there? You didn't tell
2: me you were going to be in
3: L.A.?
0: haters also by the way i i I do think that uh you know judgment day has been the most amazing turnaround for a stable ever right yeah they
2: were fucking lame as hell
0: they were were terrible terrible with edge and now they're kind of fun yeah now they're genuinely pretty good um scott who do you got
1: uh yeah it's gonna be finn balor i I think Robert is right. I think Jay White does show up sooner than later and joins Judgment Day. I think a strong Finn Balor, which we've never seen before in this company, uh, is an awesome opponent for Cody Rhodes, who is also a bullet club member. And I think there is something really fun to be told with that story. and just fun to be told with a a legitimate uh, threatening, hardworking finn balor and oh. i hope he becomes the demon at some point for some silly edge gang gangrel reason you know i hope he gets blood on him and starts tr- morphing or he, something he's coming out as a
0: demon right yeah he's oh, coming out as a demon yeah he is the demon yeah oh um, he
1: is okay good fun so yeah i mean right I now that-
0: it's, the, it's the brood versus uh, the uh the judgment day
1: that's yeah that's fun and oh so you know it'll be like sting versus uh triple h just throw people in it i mean yeah is that what it was sting versus triple h right yeah yeah
2: yeah. but that's best case scenario i think shane versus taker is worst case scenario for this
1: (laughs) i i trust valor i trust edge i know they um they're going with the old Hell in a Cell ring, which is cool. It's yes,
0: not I hated red, that red cage. It's not going to be weird. It's just the old school one. Yeah, great, um, Scott. I'm going to stay on. Uh, stay on you, Becky Lynch and uh, the OG Divas, Trish Stratus and Lita versus Damage Control, Bailey, um, Dakota Kai and Io Shirai. Yeah,
1: so I think damage control wins. I do too. Thanks to uh, one of these women shenanigans, maybe Lita. I think a lot of people think it's going to be Trish, and maybe in the match we'll think Trish is going to somehow help them. But I actually like Lita kind of hanging around for a little while with Bailey.
0: Mike, who do you got?
2: Um, you know, uh. I'm going to want dessert at some point <laughs> and, uh, you know, get some ice cream. All right. And I'm not probably, going to want to have it leak. That's my enough shirt. out
0: of you. You <laughs> fucking smarky
2: bitch. Eh, fuck your... trios matches in four ways. You know, two people fighting or a tag team is what should only happen in wrestling. Um, no, right. I mean, I think this will be fun. I, I think it's hurt. Becky, more than anything because she felt like such a big star and this feels like such a mid-card match and look Lita and Trish were the biggest things at a time when the, it was the throwaway division and I think what the women's revolution has done should in many ways just obliterate and make us forget all those years I mean if we're at a point where Stacey Keebler is a hall of famer maybe the 2000s weren't that great for women uh I uh, I think that Becky should be in a fucking strong singles match. It should have been Becky and Bailey, or, or, or Becky and Io have them have their fucking raw match here, but this doesn't really help anyone. Um, but I'll give it to the feel good faces. All
0: right, Robert.
2: Damage
3: control wins this. Uh, there's a couple things to keep in mind here. Number one, if you don't do a six women match, then Io and Dakota don't get a spot on Mania. Uh, If they're just like standing outside the ring and I think they've worked really, really hard since SummerSlam to earn that opportunity here and this is a match that both Becky and Bailey wanted to have they wanted to work with Trish and Lita and give them this so I get that it's not Becky in the main event but it's the old argument of not everybody gets a main event spot she's putting a spotlight on people and damage control getting the win whether it's most likely Trish being the one to, to to do the turn since Lita is a women's tag champion. And that is the most prestigious women's tag titles in all of professional wrestling. I mean, who, what are they going to do? Fucking quit while they're champions. What dumbasses would do that? And the main event in front of 600 people in a rec center in California.
0: All right, we got it, Robert. You're no fun.
3: Yes, as opposed to Mike, who's like every match should be a singles match or a tag match, unless it's ladies, in which case I'm gonna go eat some
2: food.
0: Oh, Mike knows he's no fun. He's made a career out of it. No, I'm I'm genuinely
2: excited for for uh, Charlotte and and Rhea and and Bianca and Oscar because those are well built fucking matches between stars and not just throwaway shit. Like yeah, he goes eight. to eat food because he's afraid if he doesn't, he'll eat them. Eight people in a fucking match that isn't a War Games or a Survivor Series is you just didn't know how to book well.
0: All right. Well, Scott, did you give your opinion on this one? Yes, I did. Yeah. Sorry, I uh, go through a lot of this shit, guys. All right, we'll keep on, Scott. Uh, Austin Theory versus John Cena. Um, before I get a I-, I said could go either way, but I think it will and should be Cena. The story here is that... Uh, you know, for theory is that he proved himself to Cena, but they're opening with this on Saturday night. So I feel like it's gotta be fucking Cena, right? I mean, that's like, nobody wants, even the smart marks in this don't want theory to win. It's the craziest thing where the old guy, like everyone wants to see the old guy beat the new guy. And there's literally no one who's rooting for the new guy, Mike, you're going to be there. It's the first match you're going to see. Who do you hope wins? Who do you think is going to win? I think theory
2: should win and show that anything can happen. We know that Cena's not going to be there with the title for a long time. If he is, it's just a one-off pay-per-view thing or whatever. So
0: I think it should be theory. It's a oh-shit moment. But what if he Um, loses to Montez Ford like the next night on a row? Yeah,
2: that's, you know, I mean, I don't think that helps theory. I mean, that definitely, I I wouldn't do that if you just let him beat Cena. It just makes everything forgettable.
0: Um, no, I mean I look, he, Cena wins and then the Monday after on Raw, he loses to Montez Ford. I mean, look, like, here, here's the thing: like,
2: you had Cody say to Solo Sokoa, like, you're not ready, then he beat him, which just proved that he wasn't ready. And the whole story here has just been seen. It's like, if you just have fucking veterans telling new guys they're not ready and then they win, it's just kind of deflating and it's kind of counterproductive damage control
0: wins not if a lot of these you have to have like kind of both right on a on a a pay-per-view yeah i mean i i feel like you
2: gotta especially it is night one and it's you know this is this can be your empire strikes back you can have more heels win and have your big happy ending on your second night and that's fine and and create some intrigue and stuff. Um, I don't think that's a necessarily bad idea, and I think there will be one or two big baby face moments here. Or, I mean, look, like Rhea technically is the heel in that match, but that audience
0: will be fucking
2: deflated if she loses. Um, I think it's okay if Cena loses here, and, and, and people God, will. God,
0: if Rhea loses, I mean, we riot, you know? I mean, she's got to win. I yeah, think but I, I i think that this should be theory i
2: think you know it's look cena beat fucking big show in 2004 to really kick off his like big singles run and and i think he's gonna do that
0: for theory here well i bet he'll have no problem with it if that's the call yeah but robert who do you think
3: uh i think cena wins uh the uh next night on Raw or Monday after on Raw, whenever this is Saturday night, is the he does the Cena open challenge and he makes Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker debuts, and Cena puts him over in the same way Kurt Angle puts Cena over. And then you have you know young, vibrant, established Braun Breaker as the U.S. champ. Theory chasing him. John gets to go back to Hollywood, and you're off to the races.
0: Scott.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do love the idea of John beating Theory only to lose on Raw to someone that we would love to see beat John Cena. Um, at the same time, I do not want to see Theory get squashed. I think it's kind of productive. I think it's kind of, it, kind of an eye roll, like this, this fake death of Vince McMahon and what he wanted out of the future of this company, right? If you have... But it's John Cena beating him, so how even? But people would think that. I think Cena wins, but I think Theory is a guy who, he can't just get close to beating Cena because that story's been told so many times. He has to almost make Cena cheat. And I know that's kind of hard to do because we haven't seen Cena in so long. And so how do you tell that story in a match? Uh, Well, if you're John Cena and you're one of the best ever, find a way to tell that story. But I think Austin Theory should be so good that John Cena almost doesn't act like John Cena in the match. The end. But John Cena wins, and then someone beats him on Raw.
0: All right. Next, I'm going to stay on Scott. We've got Gunther versus Drew versus Sheamus. Uh, In my mind, on one hand, Gunther should win. On the other hand... You could have Drew pin Sheamus, and this way Gunther isn't pinned. So I, I'm I'm kind of uh, agnostic when it comes to the finish. Scott, what do you think? Uh,
1: Gunther obviously wins. I think all of them are going to have moments where they're carrying two guys on their back. Like each guy is going to show a feat of strength like that. I think it's gonna be really fun. I think the crowd is gonna be really rowdy. Is this night one or night two? This is night two. This should open night two. Um, but it could really go anywhere. The crowd is is a WrestleMania crowd from where they travel
0: from. I think night opening night two would be a great idea. Yeah, this is this is gonna be
1: bananas. I, I honestly I would have preferred it be a singles, but hey, it is what it is. Also, if it's gonna be a triple threat let your little cronies run out too and help does does McIntyre have cronies right now no right? he has a
3: sword that's the ghost of his mother
1: he needs cronies I think the bushwhackers need to run out and help him uh and chase off like Pete Dunn and they can't run with those knees bring 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 the Highlanders
2: back man the fucking Highlanders
1: boom there we go but yeah I think I think Gunther wins this right Unless this is a way to have Gunther not get pinned so Gunther can fight Cody at SummerSlam, which everybody wants. Robert.
3: Uh, Gunther wins. Gunther keeps the Intercontinental title to face Cody at SummerSlam, champion versus champion situation. Uh, You want an undefeated, unstoppable Gunther. Uh, The implosion of Drew and Sheamus will be a lot of fun. I think Drew as a heel has a lot more, uh, mileage for him, especially as a future, you know, lower level opponent against Cody. He's a guy you can heat up and have Cody beat who looks big and impressive. And I like Seamus and, and Drew going at it. And then, uh, using this as the catalyst for Butch to become Pete Dunn again, give him an opportunity to work with drew. There's a lot more versatility with a heel drew, assuming Roman's going to be gone all summer. Uh, to just be uh, a big main event heel, while Gunther is also a big main event heel, so why the fuck not?
2: Amen. Yeah, I feel like this uh, th- this match is going to be like doing a recording of a live wrestling podcast. It's not going to be as fun as you think it is.
1: <laughs>
2: um, I I feel like. You know the what I love about Cena opening the first night is if, if there's one night you should still try to salvage or get any type of casuals, it, it should be mania. And you know, people have parties, mania, people you know that are there walk in and they see, and the first thing should be something somewhat recognizable. So I think that's smart that you're having Cena. Problem with night two is. You don't have as many people like that. There isn't a Logan Paul. There aren't too many celebrities. Like, the closest thing you have is fucking Brock. <laughs> and it would be insane to open on Brock and almost, but in some ways it wouldn't because it's a fucking spectacle. And so, Brock gets to leave
3: early. So I think he's in favor of this.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I don't know if I'd want this to open because this is so like fucking insider kind of. None of these guys matter outside of wrestling to anybody. Um, you know, unless you really love TMNT too out of the shadows and, and you love the guy who played uh Rocksteady in that. Um, but uh I, I'd say I think it should be Gunther. I mean Gunther has the best chance of, of a casual fan to look at that guy and be like, who the fuck is that? That guy's cool. And so you easily should put him over and just make him look cool and, and have him dominate the other two guys.
0: All right, yeah. next up, we've got Rock Lesnar versus Omos. You uh, you just brought it up, Mike. Uh, you stick with it. Um, <laughs> This should be,
2: you know, this, I mean, here, here's the thing with Mania that nobody talks about. Even the short matches are long because there's so many commercials and fucking moments in between, and the entrances are fucking long. No match at Mania is less than 15 minutes of allotted time with the packages and everything so whenever people are like oh well this will be quick oh this will be short there that doesn't exist on these cards we we forget that this is a big long ass commercial and we're going to see a lot of uh cricket wireless in between (laughs) and i think that um even if this is five minutes it's gonna be a long five but at the same time look you know, WrestleMania is about moments and just a moment of Brock F fiving or suplexing this guy will look fucking cool. And 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 you know, I don't know if it'll be a sports center thing. Um, I don't know what, what Brock's relevancy is now, but um that's still a cool thing to to you know to, to share around the internet. Um so yeah, I think Brock will win this, should win this, uh, but only if he's able to do one of those spots, because that will be a holy shit moment.
0: Yeah, right, I think- Robert? I, I, oh, go ahead, Robert. Uh, right,
3: sure. uh, whatever. Whatever. Uh, Brock, uh, F5's Omas through the announce table, you get a count out win, so you kind of keep Omas somewhat safe since Brock ain't gonna be sticking around. So you get your visual, you get something for the video package, and God, I hope this is
1: short.
0: <laughs> Scott.
1: Yes, so I think Omos is going to win this. I think The Undertaker loves Omos. I think Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker act like cops. And so he's like, I'll take care of him, brother. And he's just going to do the job for him because... Well, I wouldn't say
2: they act like cops because Omos is still alive.
1: (laughs) Well, no, Omos is the cop, too, though, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they're all cops, these guys. His His
3: life almost matters.
1: Almost. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, I, I, I think almost is beating him and I think it does nothing. And I think Brock is aware that this will do nothing. I think, uh, there are particular giants that exist in wrestling history that beat a bunch of people and nobody gives a fuck. And, uh, I think he's more aware than we give him credit for. And I'll go, oh, this big idiot who no one's gonna only going to remember in a laughing way in two years? Sure, I'll lose to him in how long? Ten seconds? Fine. You That's
2: know what that. would make me pop for this match? If they brought back the motorized ring carts from like Mania 3 to 6. If Omos came out in one of those with MVP, like how Heenan and Andre used to do, that'd be fucking awesome. Oh, I'd love that. All right, Scott. Bianca Belair versus Asuka.
1: Oh, it's Oscar! It's Oscar. Um, I just hope that
0: Bianca. Oh, you're so wrong on this, by the way. But keep going. Really? Yeah, it's gotta. It's gotta be Bianca because you're building next mania to Bianca Rhea. Just let Bianca be Oscar
1: down the road.
0: I don't know. I just think that this is like approving. Well, is like. She's a top. She's
1: just too on That's fire. Cool. But sure, sure, I hear you. It's she beats this um this person who seems unbeatable. Okay, fine. Bianca wins. Robert, you are you happy, Daniel?
0: <laughs> Robert, who do you got?
3: So this one uh, to not to disagree with what Mike said before, but this match is not really built all that well just because I think Oscar since she's come back has looked really cool. And the audience is going to be kind of torn in terms of who to cheer for. This isn't the, the you know, kind of milk toast just there, Asuka, we've had for the last several months. Uh, and at the same time, she hasn't done enough to be a heel for the audience to be all on board for Bianca. And sometimes when an audience is split and doesn't know what to do, their natural inclination is to go quiet. And you need everybody to be behind Bianca or else you run the risk of it sounding like the audience is turning on, or if half the crowd is cheering for Oscar to that end, there's too much of an investment in Bianca Oscar, somebody you can beat a hundred times out of a hundred, and she's still going to be able to rebuild herself. And the money is in Bianca and Rhea at some point. So Bianca has got to retain, but I'm, I'm worried how the audience is going to take this one.
2: Mike. Yeah, I would, I would have it be Bianca. And I I think this could be in terms of work, rate The, the best match of the weekend on WrestleMania at least, you know. Um and uh these both these women can fucking go. Um they know how to put a match together. And uh you know Asuka I think I think is, is is like my favorite in the division in the modern era. Um and Bianca's like one of the best fucking faces they've had in a long time. And um, and I I think there's more long term money in Bianca than there is in Cody, even in terms of, of, of merchandising, in, in terms of marketing, in terms of a crossover star. Um, and so you need to give her those big moments. I honestly I would open on this. I think This should be this should open night, too, and just have them have a big fucking awesome banger with your baby face going over and the crowd being really into it. Not and, uh, suggestion. it'll be good enough to make you okay with how fucking long edge and is.
0: Not a bad suggestion, Mike. We're going to keep on to you for our other women's main event. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley.
2: Yeah. I mean, in this, I think, you know, it's either this or the tag that made events night one, um, I, I, you know, I do think it should be the tag just because the bloodline is the biggest fucking thing in wrestling right now. But, you know, it it could be this. Um, It looked like uh, Rhea's technically a heel, but the crowd fucking loves her. She's over. Um, And she's a naturally built star. She's, what, 26? There's so much long-term money in her. And I mean, and look, let's give this company credit. Not only is this a well-built mania, there's a lot of young fucking people that are way over, people under their... Under 30 that are legit stars in this company, and that's something we couldn't have said a few years ago. So kudos to them for that. Um, I but I think it's it's gotta be Rhea. I mean, Charlotte to me just feels so old. She doesn't she doesn't feel of this era the way that that Becky still does, or even the way that Sasha still does, even though Sasha's not in this company. Um, Charlotte just feels like in a way that Paige feels or in a way that AJ even feels like just a bygone era. And her job should be to just make Rhea look like a fucking beast. She won the the rumble. She should win this and just come out on top. I think, yeah, there's so much money in Bianca. Like I said, I think there's just as much, if not even more in, in Rhea and yeah, you guys saying that building to that next year with them. Yeah. Fucking stick to that and, and just Build these women and make it fucking matter. Scott,
1: here's what I think's gonna happen: Rhea Ripley. <laughs> Rhea Ripley. <laughs> Rhea <Whipley?
0: laughs> you guys couldn't see this, but Scott took a huge hit before he's fucked up. Rhea <laughs> I'm Ripley. joking. I'm joking so <laughs> Okay, here we go. All right. He's like under <laughs> a pillow right now.
1: Okay, here we go. Ready, Rhea Ripley. Right, she wins. She has to win. This should maybe possibly main event night one. Because it is also well, a very that's what nice they're saying. Game. They're saying it's going to main event night one. Brother, it's not a bad ending in terms of, even if someone in the audience that night is like, oh, it should have been Owen Zane. Historically, when you look back, I think people are going to be very happy that Rhea won in a main event. Yeah. because I think she is going to be that big of a fucking star. And she deserves to have a main event even if some people don't think
0: she's main well, event do you, yet. do you feel that about awesome Theory, too? No,
1: no, no. I think things can happen for him, but I think he deserves to be in, in, in an awesome opening match. And I think it's very cool that, for once, me and the company are on the same page uh, on, like, almost everything, you know? Yeah, Theory should be in an opening match uh, showing his skill, and Rhea should be in a main event.
0: And I, hope know, I think that's the way to go. Going. You have Rhea win. You have. But Bion now
1: Bion. I say this: Uh we have Charlotte Flair in the match, and what do you do with Charlotte? Right? You, can you go? Charlotte you make her to- fucking heel again? Jesus Christ! This has been but, awful. But, but Rhea needs to be heel, especially with Dom and Finn winning the next night. So I guess, but I,
0: I think here's Wade what happens: it's going to be a baby fist, and I think like we talked about how great this WrestleMania build has been. The one eyesore for this build has been Charlotte Flair as a babyface, And Robert can attest to that because he's the only one who watches WWE more than me. And like, it has just been a disaster. Two things, Robert, number one, um, am I right about Charlotte being a complete disaster baby face? And who do you got?
3: Charlotte is awful uh her promo on smackdown last week where the crowd turned on her and she acknowledged it where i'm like oh she's going full heel on the audience that is not the intent her attacking the crowd is just her natural flair inclination to just wanna fight people uh she's just an she's just an unlikable person it's why her and andrade seem to get along so well um the the problem is much like this is even worse than the bianca oscar match because Who's the crowd going to cheer for? Are they going to cheer for Charlotte, who they have contempt and hatred for because she comes across so aloof, or Rhea, who on screen is basically married to Dom, the guy who's beating up his own dad that you're supposed to hate? This will do you be think
0: Dom's uh, success as a heel has hurt Rhea.
3: It's it only hurt in the sense that you're not going to be able to do the double turn that I think they initially were looking at here. I think this is bad booking more than anything else. This should have been. Bianca and Rhea and Oscar and Charlotte. That way you're eliminating those issues of who's the crowd going to cheer and boo for, because if the crowd loves Bianca and they hate Rhea and Rhea wins the title here, it's how dare she, she's awful. And now I want to see Bianca get her, her, her title back. Uh, I think part of the problem is they, they just, they, they're wanting to push that match off for a year And you have to do something with Charlotte. And unfortunately, she healed up enough to come back. And now she's there. And we're just kind of stuck with her. Uh, But you don't put this on last. There's not a feel-good moment. If the Mania ends with Charlotte winning, you're going to see people already leaving to their cars. If Rhea wins, it's a heel who just won at the end of Mania. It doesn't do anybody any good. Uh, I think Rhea wins. The problem is is it's the SmackDown women's title. And I don't want to see them split up Rhea and Dom.
0: I think you split them up now. I really do. You hate
3: love, Dan. Why do you hate love? What if we do this?
0: Because
1: Charlotte doesn't like to lose. You have Rhea win, but Charlotte is dressed as Rhea.
3: How, how, (laughs) How much got into your lungs on that hit, dude?
0: Charlotte comes out as Rhea. Rhea comes out as Charlotte. Scott, I just want to let you know, like Scott was changing his background, and now I think the background is changing for him.
2: Usually, we can usually tell how high Scott is at this point in the show because he's defending dynamite. And now you it's, don't it's,
3: understand Danny Garcia is a bona fide main eventer.
2: Look, all Jungle Boy needed to do was say that he can't talk for us to like him.
0: <laughs> we gotta finish this, all right. We have
3: 45 more matches to go
0: for WrestleMania. We have only two matches to go, and Robert oh. and Sig- okay, Adam Cole versus the ticker tape he was drowning in. All right, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul.
3: Yeah, Not Robert.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
3: uh, I love the fact that they gave Logan Paul the Lex Luger thing. Uh, he has the steel plated fist. So he's able to knock people out with it. That's such a great stupid gimmick. And you know, I love Luger's like loaded forearm. Uh, it's why Logan is Paul a, is going to give
2: himself the Lex Luger gimmick of surviving when his girlfriend dies.
3: Oh, I, he's going to look great yes. in a wheelchair. Uh, but no, this is uh, Seth's going to win.
0: Elizabeth, I hope you're enjoying heaven from her view down south someone
2: should just wait when when logan's in that wheelchair someone should just wheel him back to
0: that forest in japan wait a second next time anyone says mike's the biggest heel on this podcast robert just said miss elizabeth is in hell he literally just came out with that as like a nonchalant thing and I no that's not Robert,
2: robert that's not true She's locked inside
0: a closet in hell.
3: Exactly. Randy wouldn't let her get in the pearly gates.
0: (laughs) Um, The only reason Robert thinks this too is because she ended her career in WCW. If she had ended her career in WWE, we'd be having a completely different conversation. No, she ended her career on a
2: couch while watching (laughs) soap operas.
3: Oh man. Um, Anyway, uh, Miss Elizabeth's dead and Seth Rollins is going to beat Logan Paul. And it's going to be a great fucking match.
0: Scott, who do you got?
1: I think Seth is so talented that Logan Paul is going to win. I don't think Logan wins. I think you go, what does Seth do after this? And, you go. I feud with who? I hope Roman takes a break if he loses on Sunday. So you go, well, who does Seth feud with? And you go, Seth loses his mind because some, he's the fucking best. He's Seth freaking Rollins and some YouTuber beat him. Let him go crazy because he acts crazy anyway. And let's do this Seth Rollins shit the right way.
3: Yeah, but the crowd yeah, likes him that, too much. Um,
1: I know this crowd likes him too much. So, y- and guess what? The y- crowd likes the Fiend and the Joker and other people who want to do mass murder. So let Seth Rollins and- be that.
3: Yeah, but no, Rollins winning. And then the next night, I mean, I, as much as I don't love this, it's like he comes out the next night and Lashley, who didn't have a match at Mania, is like, you know, I'm not letting this happen again. And then you get a Lashley-Rollins feud for Backlash, which is a fine, raw, Something Robert, you
0: just made the entire world unexcited about wrestling with that. Yes. dude. Seth well. Rollins squealing
1: because Logan Paul won? That's so cool. That's going to be so fun.
0: Either way, I think this is going to be match the weekend, right? I mean, everyone's saying the Owens thing or the Dom and Ray thing, but as far as like actual match, I I just think Seth is too great. And Logan had too, too great of a match with Roman. I mean, they had the best Saudi match ever. No one fucking cared about that match. Um, but they still made us care about Saudi Arabia events from that match. I I, I really think you guys aren't giving these guys enough credit. I
3: don't know. I haven't no, seen I think what's on the ring of honor. Card. Of the
0: weekend.
1: I think it's gonna be like high spot of the weekend. Can I do that?
0: will be like in this within match. the match.
1: Yeah, there'll be a, a a move or two in this match that you go, ho, oh, whoa, whoa, you know. Yeah. something really really special.
2: And low spot will be um you know Mike Bailey injuring himself in front of five people. Mike, who do you got? I you know I think it's going to be I think it's going to be Logan Paul. Because LA you
0: wanna win. Who do you want to see win?
2: LA loves cheering on on talented people. Um <laughs> uh I want i mean i I you know, I just want a fun match, like I just want a spectacle here uh I, I think this is gonna be like the Randy Savage match of the weekend in terms of how choreographed it is and and good for them all all matches should be more, so a lot of times I think, um, and I think this will be fucking awesome, um but yeah i I think this match will have the most unexpected entrances. Dude, Logan last when Logan came out with the fucking Pokemon, it's like I was like, this guy gets it, and I think he's gonna top himself here. I mean, the thing about YouTubers and viral people, they care about what people think more than anybody, more than pro wrestlers even, and they will do anything for attention. So this will be good because of that.
0: All right, are we on to our main event? God, I hope so. Next up, we'll stick with you, Robert. Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. I think it's going to be Cody. I think there's a bloodline turn here. I think it's going to be interesting no matter what. I mean, I think that right now, because of where Roman is, whoever Roman comes back to fight at SummerSlam, whether it's Jey Uso, whether it's Solo, it's going to be a marquee match. Who do you got, Robert?
3: they have been telling this story for a year. They've told it perfectly. Cody returns. He fulfills the legacy of, of uh, what his dad was unable to do. He wins the title. Roman goes away for a while. And I think you have enough runway that next year at Mania, you can do Cody Roman too and have him flip roles.
0: Very possible, honestly, very possible. Uh, Mike, who do you got? You know, I think this is the,
2: the second most dusty match of the weekend because Dom and Ray is basically Dusty and Dustin with Rhea as Terry Runnels. <laughs> um, but I, I think, no, I, I think it should be Cody. I mean, I think that, uh, it, yeah, like I said, it is a little predictable, but, you know, land land the fucking plane. It's fine. Um and um it's interesting because yeah in some ways this is a year-long story but they've done a great like to their credit and their hype machine they've done a great job of making this seem like a three year story and like like let's be honest here Cody's brilliant plan that the other wrestlers haven't had who fight Roman is what if I just get two other guys to maybe help me <laughs> <laughs> I mean- you know but it, but it, Hey, it's better than what everyone else did. You know, it's, it's better than the strategy of I'll try to beat him in my country. and If I lose, I'll sing country roads. Um, so Cody Rhodes, uh, I, I think wins this and I think it's a big fucking moment and, um, you know, hopefully there's still some ticker tape left after that amazing main event last night. Uh, Scott, who do you got? Why did they give him ticker tape again?
1: Uh, because it- they because they think anybody gives a shit about. Well, a show we'll we'll talk
0: out. about dynamite in a second. But it was Scott, all about a show that aired it, after.
2: Dude, they did not just feel like when he kissed. All right, we'll, Brit, we'll get like, to we'll get to it in just,
0: just a second. We got to figure. It would have helped
2: out. if Britt looked
1: interested. You know. <laughs> It's like a guy who got a party. For, All right, well, we'll
2: talk about dynamite. You know, you, you know, like, Scott? Dan is like Dan. No, he
3: won't let this. Lie. He won't let this lie.
2: Before we move to dynamite, got, we got a. When Britt got kissed, I'm gonna fucking end this joke. <laughs> when Britt got kissed, it looked like she was at the dentist.
3: That wasn't worth the hype, uh, Scott. Oh, what do you think of oh, the main event? Mike,
1: Scott, who do you got for this? Um, Cody Rhodes, because you go. Roman just can't win. The only way Roman wins is if The Rock comes out. And at this point, I think Rock turns he, heel. Like that's that, it. Yeah, that would be a terrible look. I think so many people want Cody to win. Also, everybody's kind of over the Rock for the moment. People will love him again. But oh,
0: he's going to be there this weekend, some capacity. You think so? In some capacity, I guarantee you. Whether it's, I actually think him helping Roman would be cool. Um, But it would be another year of the Bloodline storyline. You'd have to switch it up. And my whole thing is storyline, man. And if you could make the Bloodline story interesting with him as the champ and The Rock helping him, then great. But uh, if you can't, then have The Rock just come out and rock bottom, you know, LA Knights if Stone Cold doesn't want to do it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't think this feud needs The Rock yet. Uh, I do think it eventually needs The Rock and and look not no this feud doesn't need the rock i think if we're being honest this feud was started because of the rock and that's a really great way to finish it eventually but this seems to be cody's story so you have cody win and you let him
0: cry and you know oh it's just going to be amazing all right folks that's our wrestlemania prediction section it's time we get to dynamite we usually do hour by hour but i'm just going to recap all of dynamite since we're running a little long and uh then we can debate it so during this episode of dynamite we had jungle boy versus matt hardy and mjf promo the acclaimed they should have canceled
3: wrestlemania when they saw the star power of that first match
0: the acclaimed in 2.0 in a segment Dalton Castle and the boys versus Blackpool Combat Club. A Kenny Omega Probo. Don Callis, apologist, to hangman, and is then attacked and legitimately busted open by the Blackpool Combat Club. High spot of the week. No, 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 by himself. By himself, that's true. Jeff Cobb versus Kenny Omega with a Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson heel turn. FTR, uh guns package. Uh, the Butcher versus Orange Cassidy for the international title or whatever the fuck they're calling it now. Will and I'll versus Ruby Soho and our main event, the return of Adam Cole as he squares off against Danny Garcia. Mike, what do you think? I know you got to leave soon. What do you think about this episode of dynamite? I actually think I could stay a little bit longer. So I'll, I'll just, when I, when I have to leave, I'll leave.
2: Um, I thought it was fine. You know, it, it wasn't great. Uh, you know, the, the biggest weekend wrestling of the year, and we got to see the two smallest men in the main event. Um, the, Like I said, the ticker tape thing, it never, like I've always said that Adam Cole looks like a make-a-wish wrestler, and this really, it was like, it felt like, like I'm sure they did this when Connor wrestled Brian at <laughs> WrestleMania 30. Like just like was it be like was it because his like his parents were just happy? He kissed this. A girl? I mean,
0: you're uh, they're trying to build him as a world champion already, and uh, it's it's absolutely Dude, but getting ticker friendly.
2: tape just absolutely. for beating Daniel Garcia. I I and I get that they were hyping the show afterwards and everything, it just it it was fucking stupid, man. And was, and, and look, I, I watched um all access. I thought Cole actually came off really likable in that, but this ticker tape. It reminded me of like the fucking gender reveal, Cody Rhodes stuff. Like I, I think, I think that um, Tony doesn't know how to be happy for people in a normal human way. Um, Jungle Boy and MJF look the, the, the Hardy sucks. Um, shouldn't be on TV anymore. Um, I thought MJF, you know, was still the better guy in this promo, it, it, but it's also that thing like now you have. You know, Adam, Adam Cole's with Brit, like, you know, we knew in real life and now in, in character and and then Anna Jay and Jungle Boy, like, we don't need all that shit. Like, I mean, it worked in terms of an insult, but how many heel women with male faces are there going to be um, it's kind of confusing to me and and Jungle Boy's is not great on the mic even when he says he's not great on the mic. Somehow, it
0: doesn't make you oh, like him I agree boss. with that. That was
2: rough. And then dude, Brian, I mean, they're like, he's been home all these weeks. It's been three fucking weeks, and he dude, had like dude, this... He's
0: AEW Big Show at this point. Dude, he had this oh, whole... like he I'm- I'm- Dude,
2: he lost in an Iron Man match to a cheating heel. Like, wouldn't he want... A rematch with that guy like what is what the fuck is this this is stupid
1: um uh it's called cte and yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> and
0: it's that's, the that's longest running
1: storyline in pro wrestling Michael. yeah
0: I, I we gotta we can't grade it to that you know i, know. I think and then- we
1: can and this is this is how disturbed he is and guys i'm down with the sickness this this danielson shit was great Right. I mean,
0: hey, stop. What do you think of this episode of Dynamite? Oh, well,
2: I- I'm, I'm not finished. Like, because, like, the Blackpool Combat they came out like three different times. And, you know, like in a cartoon when people fight and it's just a bunch of dust clouds and like a random hand and foot, that's what they felt like every time they came out there, which Scott's like, yeah, that's why I loved it.
1: Yeah, that rules. That's the best.
2: <laughs> um, and then, dude, I mean, this, this women's, uh, Program that they have is not helping anybody they got to get rid of this shit man this is really bad and and the whole like dude the fact that we've been building juice robinson versus ricky stars we have matches in between setting this up and the way dude the way that he sounds man it's like a kid on the phone trying to be an adult like yeah i'd like some pizzas please deuce robinson is fucking terrible man and like there's there are like the one thing you could say about wwe outside of adam pierce there's no one on that show that shouldn't be on that show there's like
0: ten. adam pierce i feel like is a weird thing that like you know it's going to be like berenstein or berenstein bears where like some of us are going to remember him and others aren't like it's a very bizarre Adam Pierce doesn't make any sense. No, and I, I can see you
2: defending him as the uncharismatic authority figure of this show. <laughs> but he sucks, man. And 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 but but the last thing I was gonna say about about this is uh, the 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 whole Kenny thing and the like. These guys, none of them are just like sincere enough to make you care about their well being. And Don Callis is just, none of them are good actors, man. I mean, if Don Callis was half as good as Heyman, that would be fine. But he's not even like a fourth as good. Everything these guys say seems fake, rehearsed, and just not genuine in any way. They don't talk like people. Mike, it does not seem rehearsed, okay? (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Everything's done in a first take. (laughs) <laughs> but um yeah overall i mean it was like it wasn't easy to watch show like i dude i tried watching raw because i'm excited about mania this was still a way better presentation than raw you know the, 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 like even the worst episodes of dynamite you still get fun fucking commentary from shivani and taz those guys are fucking great together they and and it breezes by raw is a fucking slog so that's I still think this was a dud episode, but it's an easy-to-watch show, and, and that's the credit I'll give it, you know. Scott?
1: Um, I wasn't crazy about a lot of this episode, like <laughs> the start of it and the end of it. I loved the Blackpool combat stuff, uh, even if it meant Dalton didn't even enter the ring for his match. I thought it was really fun and progressed the story. I love Don Callis being attacked because, you know, he wasn't going to be sincere with Hangman. Yet now this erases the possibility of him being aligned with Moxley and them. So who is he aligned with or what are his intentions? It makes things complicated and fun. Uh, Omega being pissed off. Omega having a great match with Cobb. Danielson, all of that was, I, I just loved, loved, loved Omega having the New Japan Devil Sky entrance, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but does well, what? Who wrote Does It Though, Victor? What does that mean? What was I talking about when you said Does It Though? Sorry, that this sounds one in the bad chat. Right. Uh, that's yeah, one no.
0: of our live, uh, our few live audience members who haven't dropped off. Oh,
1: Callus framed it. Oh, no, I don't know. He bled for real. So, also, the story, a high spot for some. Callus was attacked by Blackpool Combat Club and he like legit hit his own head on the ground or something and sliced himself open so bad that when me and my my girl were watching it, she gasped because the gash was immediate and giant. Moxley
3: got jealous.
2: People that love people sh- shouldn't show them Don Callus <laughs> Strong words
0: from a strong But
1: but you know look orange cassidy versus uh versus the butcher you go oh he's a fun base for cassidy to do some cool stuff
0: off of but why is this happening guy, why am they i watching this guy. they right. killed that motherfucker though
1: the, sure sure but the mockley well, you know the um, i'm sorry the the jungle boy stuff didn't do anybody any favors the main event i thought again it felt really forced where you know this 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 show is coming out that none of us really care about. And Adam Cole is that type of face that you gotta roll your eyes at because he's smiling and it's oh thank you, thank you, yes, I'm back. It's like no one acts like that, you know? Even baby faces say, Let's fucking go or something, you know. So it just feels like it's devoid of like her fuck, man. If they really think
0: that fake- like the Adam Cole MJF promo is their money program, dude. Uh,
1: but uh, again, Cole major pops, major, major reaction. For that audience, but like, and it was a great match. It's just who cares, yeah. but I think it's a, I think, problem. Problem. I, I think the story
2: of a win? guy who that should that never makes. have wrestled in the first place, wondering if he can wrestle
0: again, is really compelling. All right, well, that's a little, that's a little Harvey, uh, Harvey <laughs> Fire scene, but. Uh, what Rob- do you mean, Dad? <laughs> Robert, Robert, what do you think of this program?
3: Look, this was a great show that really delivered on fire and all cylinders. Uh, Jungle Boy versus Matt Hardy main event anywhere in the world blew WrestleMania out of the water. Uh, The fact that Hook and Jungle Boy were a tag team and then stopped being a tag team and then Hook is now coming out to save Jungle Boy because Tony Khan can't pay attention to his own fucking booking is just chef's kiss magical. Max pointing out all of Jungle Boy's flaws in a completely accurate way where you're like, you know what? This guy not only sucks, they've given him opportunities and he always fucks up. Why do we give a shit about this guy? uh super excited to see what's going to happen with 2.0 and the acclaim because you don't want to put the acclaimed in front of a live crowd you want to put them in pre-tapes where they're with 2.0 looking like the best fucking friends in the world uh i was excited to see dalton castle wrestle they jumped him whatever uh jeff cobb and kenny omega was a fine match i actually in some ways liked it a little bit more than the vikingo match just because It was a story. They were telling a story in the match of Kenny being hurt. There was drama to it. It didn't just feel like Kenny's waiting to get to the next spot and then we're going to do another cool spot. Uh, the, the Brian attack at the end after he came back, everybody knew it was going to happen. The crowd was just waiting and then they were waiting and waiting and waiting for that moment to happen. Uh, orange Cassidy versus Keith Martin. I mean, the butcher was, uh, look butcher, is not good and my favorite part of this match is that taz knows he sucks and taz is really good at burying a guy without burying him there's a moment oh, yeah. where he almost drops orange and he's like butch is just so strong like that's when i know that taz is just fucking taking shots at him though it was really novel to have the second match, the second in the second hour a match have a guy jump another guy and then start a match unlike in the first hour we had guys jump guys and then start a match. Fucking creative. Tony Khan booker of the century. Love this guy. Juice Robinson exists solely to piss me off. He is so fucking bad. Like I'm he's, I'm, really hoping it's like not
0: that bad. He's, oh my he's pretty God. Bad.
3: Dan, you're dressed uh. like a fucking cow. And I'd rather watch you like cut a promo than, than Juice. Juice Robinson is, he's so bad that it almost feels meta. It's like if the room was a wrestler and if that's what they were going for. Awesome. That is not what they're going for. This guy sucks. It's weird you did the Will and Nightingale match here when next week you're in Long wait, Island, wait, which
0: is. What Let me drop to? Okay. Well, as he's... far as votes on whether or not Juice Robinson sucks, I want me, Scott, and I want everyone who's watching this to either comment sucks in our chat or doesn't, or juice. Sucks or juice. Of okay, he's saying not...
3: juice and not juice. I just okay. want to be well, clear just... here.
0: Yay or nay. Yay Yay, Juice Robinson's awesome. Nay, uh, Juice Robinson sucks. That's okay, so ira. Juice Robinson. No, we're already awesome.
1: doing sucks and juice. Apparently, yes, also Dan way-
0: just did that because he wasn't
2: sure if anyone was listening to him.
0: <laughs> okay, right. so, so far uh, we have. All right, so far we. Oh my god, there's a uh, there's a vote for suck, 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 sucks, 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 sucks 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 wasn't this terrible new japan okay someone saying yes juice um he's still nxt cj parker to me never watched him i liked him in new japan doesn't suck and then keith martin is greater than juice yeah yes (laughs) oh my god keith martin is one of our He's one of our fucking viewers right now. Holy shit. Yes.
3: And Tony Storm would be better to be with Keith Martin than Juice Robinson. Uh, That would be, that's where it is. his
0: wife, which beats a lot of you guys who are listening.
3: Yes. Why are we doing? By the way, sometimes being with your partner is great. Sometimes it's Adam Cole and Britt Baker closing a show, which here's the weird thing. If Danny Garcia won, would they have still set off the ticker tape? Like, why was that set up? Do they just have that on the off chance a guy's going to kiss his girlfriend? uh that was fucking weird and then jericho coming out at the end to like go rescue danny garcia was super awkward who is excited to see chris jericho and adam cole that's gonna light the world on fire no
1: that will be very good no that will not be very good robert it's gonna be man
2: it's the closest that jericho legally gets to hitting his wife
1: dude adam cole baby (laughs) jericho says baby yeah, yes,
3: that's going to be one promo, but I can't wait to see Adam Cole versus Jake Hager, then Adam Cole versus that one guy from 2.0, his name I don't know, right. then him versus the other guy, then maybe Sammy, uh, <laughs> until we get to Jericho. No one cares. This show is a total waste of time. Uh, Tony Khan is like, it was there was nothing that was you going like I gotta go out of my way to see this. You no, could have skipped this entire show and you would have been the entire gone. elite right.
1: uh black cool thing was very worth everybody's time.
3: It, Brian turning heel. There's a three-second clip. Boom, there you go.
0: Zach, you can unmute and mute anyone you want, right? Yes, okay. Don't wake I would Zach, Zach like from his Keith Martin's opinion on dynamite. We're getting Keith Martin's opinion on dynamite. Yeah, Keith is uh one of our uh he looks like Wilford Brimley. People have been bringing him up in the chat. We got we to gotta hear what he thinks about this episode of Dynamite. Keith Martin, you're about to be unmuted. What is your opinion?
3: He's not unmuted. Yes, We're running a tight, he tight ship here. He has
0: to unmute and then... <laughs> himself, and there's no way that will happen. <laughs> no, Zach said he could do it. I asked him. If he does it himself. If he does it himself, which Zach, unmute it. I mean, Keith, unmute it if you hear see the button unmute. I feel
1: like if you unmute him, he's gonna yell. It's like it's like getting caught playing ding dong ditch. I'm like, no, don't <laughs> unmute
2: him. <You laughs> don't <call my laughs> to mom. be fair. To be fair, he looks like my dad who also is unable to
0: unmute. <laughs> Keith, can you not unmute yourself?
3: No, we're moving on. Uh right. this was this was, right. was fucking dynamite. Um
0: next time, all right, bro next time this was like uh,
3: keith lee's entire push in dynamo and aew we're excited to see what happens excited to see what happens uh,
0: let down, and, on. Uh, and and keith lee similar body types one caucasian one african-american yeah That's but this keith all, has fans
3: <laughs> also, also who says caucasian
0: what the fuck is that I like don't Caucasian. know. I was watching a police procedural from the nineties. Oh like, yeah,
1: Dan. Dan speaks like whatever book he's reading at the time.
0: <laughs> I can't read. So he's reading or, about the Dust Bowl right now, Robert. I've read about the Dust Bowl, uh, Robert. <laughs> what? So, uh, any other final thoughts, Dynamite? Before we get to high spot, low spot, Dud. Uh, well, there we go. Can,
2: I, can I say the saddest moment from the show last night for me was when uh MJF and Jungle Boy were talking about how they stole the show at double or nothing and I just out loud by myself said no the stadium stampede did did Logan uh,
3: look at you just disappointed
2: no he was in bed I won't let him watch that shit
3: that's a good father
0: <laughs> alright folks let's go to high spot low spot we are doing a Q&A Patreon after this, so everyone who is on the Zoom right now, please write your questions. Please stay. <laughs> please write your questions in the, uh, in the chat column, and we'll get to it. High spot, low spot. Um, high spot for me is uh, Mania this weekend, folks. Also Gangrel maybe in Edge's corner. Tim White got the Warrior Award. I don't know why he got it, but I love that dude. He was nice to me in real life before Survivor series 1996. He's so, deceased, correct? He is deceased, yeah. Yeah.
2: Dude, are they going to show those suicide vignettes?
0: They are oh, cuz they're no. just
2: hilarious. I actually dug them, but, you know, I'm... I mean, not- they're they're the weirdest fucking... I, I think they were, like, virtually... Like, they were on WWE.com in, like,
0: 2000... Like, they weren't, like, before there was even, like, viral content. All I anything. know is the reason it still even happened is that Vince was a huge fan.
3: Yes, and he, we used to get bumped for audio time we were trying to cut packages because, oh, we got to get the Tim White suicide video
2: up. I'll do... I'll say this. I think that... Uh, I'm excited. That that would be my high spot. I'll say Tim White in the Hall of Fame because that. I mean, the Warrior Ward. That's what Warrior wanted was long term employees and do like this, man. This guy had to fucking chaperone Andre the Giant in the '80s. What is more fucking Warrior than that? Having to apologize <laughs> to Japanese <laughs> stewardesses after he left the toilet, man. Like. I, i think that this dude paid a million dudes in the fucking business and then he's also they said he's the first referee i think more referees should get in um it'll help the hebner sell some merchandise i mean these are the dudes that we fucking remember and i mean the guy legit got fucking injured in a hell in a cell match he's a fucking warrior man so i i think this should be what this award is more
0: often. And I love that it is this year. Well, my low spot this, uh, this, this week was uh, actually Mike's high spot is I don't get there. I don't get to be there for Dom and Ray. That's the one main match I really wish I was in the arena for. Um, I I also want to say Brit dumping on Thunder Rosa um, in the sense that like it was just, like, really weird that they decided to show that on All Access, which we'll be talking about on our Patreon. But they were, like, you know, mum's the word on anything with the scrum. It just felt, like, very double standard-y. And it felt like Thunder Rosa was the one they could shit on and Punk was the one they couldn't shit on because they still think they could do business with Punk. So it was... uh It, it, it for me, seemed really kind of like low-hanging fruit. Scott?
1: Yeah, so my my low spot this week is going to be, yeah, that Moxley interview and the Punk thing and this worry of, oh, is it not going to work out for Punk? I want to see him wrestle. My high spot is actually going to be, other than it being WrestleMania week, and I have not been this excited to actually watch a wrestlemania in a long time um even though i'm not even like consuming ron smackdown like a maniac i'm just actually excited to watch a wrestlemania and every single match with my friends i have plans each night it's gonna be awesome um but my real high spot is this ring of honor <laughs> super part of honor No, no. Listen. Obviously, it's WrestleMania, but if I can have another, come on,
0: Scott.
1: Other than everyone else, this SuperCard of Honor card is unreal. Now, poorly promoted, yes, you could say a million things. Uh, Is this
0: on tonight or tomorrow during the day? It's
1: it's tomorrow Um, night, I think. But when when
0: this airs,
2: Friday, yeah.
1: Friday, yeah. Friday, dude. Dude, Wheeler Yuta. I know you're saying Wheeler Yuta. Who cares? But versus Shibata Dan. Vikingo versus Commander. I mean, there's a lot
0: of great matches <laughs> Dude, on this. Claudio but,
1: uh, versus Eddie Kingston.
0: These are genuinely Tanahashi uh, uh, versus Daniel. You Garcia. know what I think about it? I think it's one of the best uh, PWG cards of all time. Sure, you you can even look at it
1: that way. I don't mind that Samoa Joe versus Mark Briscoe for the TV title. That that big ladder match for the vacant tag titles that uh, the Briscoes had. It's going to be a sweet, sweet, sweet show, and something that. You go, oh, my God, yes, I also get this. Outside of the obvious WrestleMania Saturday, WrestleMania Sunday, it's better than the Hall of Fame is going to be, even though Kaufman is the man. It's going to be better than the NXT show. This Ring of Honor
0: show, enjoy it. Boom! Robert, high spot low spot the uh
3: low spot is all the punk nonsense with the, i'm posting an instagram post and i'm gonna delete it then jericho is gonna comment on it and moxley it's you so Jericho say
0: about it by the way he
3: posted the uh matt hardy delete gif gif whatever uh it's it's so annoying and childish and they need to like they're never gonna figure out a way to like make money properly uh like cm punk Uh, coming back to AEW is about as realistic as the AEW video game coming out, so this just kind of sucks. Um, uh, high spot, it's WrestleMania week. Like, this is the best time of year to be a wrestling fan. It's fun, Mania is going to be awesome, even if there's parts of it that kind of suck. It's still the most fun now, two nights uh, of the year. Manias are always memorable, Uh, it's going to be a blast, and it's fun to be able to you know, do this show and be able to talk about Mania next week and hear how everybody thinks, you know, how it went, how Mike's experience live was. It's going to be fucking great. Uh, This is, this is why we, uh, this is why we're fans other than, you know, we weren't loved enough as
2: children.
0: Mike, anything to add in high spot or low spot?
2: Well, I said my high spot, my, yeah, my low spot. um, Yeah. I mean, also high spot going to Mania is going to be exciting. I'm, I'm going with with my brother um you know we went to see wrestling as kids with my dad all the time so like just that sentimental feeling of it all is gonna be fucking cool um and then um I say low spot I, I'm gonna say all access man I look I I've worked in reality tv I I I respect reality tv I think there's a fucking art form to it a lot of people act like it's all the same. There is really good reality TV. There's really bad reality TV. There's people who know how to really make these shows well. And I don't even think Total Divas is like a great show, but it fits for what it's trying to do. I don't know who this show is for because it's not inside enough for hardcore fans who already have being the elite, anyways. And then it's it's too in it's too inside like they use phrases like heel baby face bump for, for people who don't like wrestling or who aren't into wrestling. So it, it's kind of a show without an audience really. And, and it was so funny. Yeah. The way that they handled the punk thing, you know, Nick, like the whole thing was all you knew was they, the, the story on the show was the, uh, the young bucks hadn't wrestled in a few months. We don't know why. And they're coming back to, and they're not sure of what they'll do. And, you know, it was funny, like, and Nick goes, yeah, but I don't want to talk about it. It's like, you're on a show called All Access. (laughs) Give us fucking access or don't call it that. Don't don't be on the show. And then another thing, which was like, like, it just doesn't annoy me as someone who works in entertainment. You see Britt Baker visit Adam Cole and she says, yes, I wear smocks. Like, this isn't just a gimmick. I'm a real dentist. Let's let's see your fucking office. show her with patience and stuff like let these wrestlers like have regular lives too let's see adam cole doing twitch and streaming and all that like yeah representing the lollipop guild (laughs) thank you thank you uh i was actually i was actually defending him for once because i thought that like him and Britt did come off likable but they came off so one note on this show but the one the one thing that was amazing about this show is just for whatever reason every five or six minutes you just see tony khan pop up like the fucking boy in a domino's commercial (laughs) like they'll be backstage and then they just (laughs) cut to him at like the monitor like just making goofy faces and and what was great was at the end of the first episode They do like a coming up this season on all access. And it just ends with him like yelling incoherently.
3: He's the adequate gazoo.
2: (laughs) I mean, so, I I mean, I I think that, uh, look, Rose at the Top did not make those two look better. And um, this this didn't hurt the wrestlers that were on it outside of, you know, know, he said the Thunder Rosa shit I thought was petty. Um, But it just doesn't make the company look interesting. It doesn't. You know, it it made me realize what one of the big flaws with the company itself is. The amount of times in the first 10 minutes of this show where they talk about revolution, we're leading a revolution, we have a revolution. They never explain what that is, why that is, or what makes this company different than any other company.
3: It also reminds you that Cody's not there.
0: Yeah. Uh, For more of those thoughts, check out our Patreon. Pretty good WrestleMania episode, guys. I want to... Thank Mr. Karpelis, Mr. Lawrence, and Mr. Chaplin. And of course, Zach Attack. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Please subscribe to our podcast. Join our YouTube page. Well, join my YouTube page because I I think I reassigned it. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. Join our Facebook group. It's a lot of fun. And I want to thank everybody who joined in here live. I really appreciate you guys checking it out. Um, If you want to hear the end of this episode, it'll be on our Patreon. Until then, it's never goodbye. And Zach? Wash your hands. And now the ticker tape.